Blog Talk Radio. Peggy and Manisi, your hosts of Signs Your Loved Ones Send Us. We have a live show every Tuesday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, but the show is also worldwide and available on Skype. We're calling in at 1-347-838-9201. I have a question for you all. Do you believe when we die that we cease to exist? Do you believe that heaven is for real? Do you believe that our loved ones are always around us? Do you get signs like pennies or feathers? or butterflies, or rainbows. There's so many ways that our loved ones come through, and my show sets out to show you. Uh, we have many intuitive meetings on the show, and special guests, and we give readings, and hopefully bringing your loved ones through. So stay tuned for our guest tonight. Thank you. Good evening, everyone. It's Peggy and Panisi again. How are you? I haven't been on the air in about three months due to computer issues and many other. But um, welcome you all to my show. Um, January, I celebrated my third year on Blog Talk Radio with my own station, Signs of Love and Send Us. Um, tonight's show is what the Bible says about levels of heaven and hell. I'll be uh, co-hosting with Marcia tonight and also Kevin, who's an ordained um, Baptist deacon and author of two books, writing his third about uh, being intuitive and signs uh, heaven sent us, and he's very, very well-versed in the Bible. So uh, a little about me, I guess, uh, for those who don't know me by now. Um, you got my name. It's Peggy Amanisi. I'm a best-selling author and a Christian woman and also an intuitive medium. Uh, all faiths are welcome to my show. 
I lost many close to me, including two of my own children and their father, and they all send me so many signs. My show consists of stories of loved ones sending you signs also. Uh, call in and ask questions or just vent about what you're feeling because of grieving the loss of a loved one, especially a child as losing two of my own, I so understand. Or if you want to just discuss any of our archive shows, all my shows are archived for the past three years, close to 100 shows. And uh, some of our previous guests, we've had some famous people on, uh, intuitive, medium, me, excuse me, intuitive mediums and authors and what have you. Um, and uh, so, Marcia and I will be taking your calls at 347-838-9201. We'll talk about the signs our loved ones sent us and how you understand the signs, and, and they are real. We also do readings when spirit feels a need to communicate with you. We don't always promise. so. And we also play some great music. So I'm going to, before I bring my co-host on, I just want to explain one thing. This is a show. It's not about, um, you know, uh, your love life or what job are you going to get. That's not what we do here. Not that we can't, um, but it's for the, for the grieving. So I hope we limit our audience to that. If you want to bring, you know, have someone come through that, that you're grieving and they talk about things like this, that's on them. But this is, the show is about grief. So I'm going to bring my co-host in from Indiana. And um, hope you're all safe in the snow. I'm a New Yorker. I am snowed in, um, waiting for my guy to come shovel me out because I am um, can't get out of my house right now. So we got about going on three feet of snow here in Orange County, New York. So hold on, I'm going to bring Marsha on. Hi, Marsha. Hi. Good evening. How are you? Long time no talk to. I'm a lot (laughs) better than you are. Um, We had snow yesterday, but it was mostly gone today, except in some shady parts. But Mm -hmm. um, you got the full-on blizzard. So first I'd like to say prayers to everybody in Stella's path. Thank you. And please be safe. Um, Yeah, no, this was a a biggie. Yeah, I'm not going to, you know what, to be... Be perfectly honest with you, I wasn't scared of the snow. You know, I just moved. If everybody knows, I just bought a house uh, back in July in Bear Mountain Park State Park, uh, pretty well known in New York. So I'm up in the mountains now, compared to <clears throat> lower in the Hudson Valley and the river. I mean, the river's close to me, so I had a beach house prior to this. So we were informed today we got hit the worst. We're under a state of emergency. Uh, West Point is right near me, um, and it's. Um, uh, under a red alert right now. That's pretty serious. The guy that's supposed to come shovel me, I don't know if he can get to me because they're not letting anybody on the roads. That's how serious it is. So my prayers go to everybody. And before we start the show, I'd like Marcia to begin with a prayer and also to tell everybody that if you want to speak to us, um, you need to hit the number one button. Okay, if not, you can just listen to the show. So hit the one and we'll put you in the queue, and we'll take first come, first serve. I saw some people come on and come off, so I don't know if you lost your lines, but come on back on. We also have a chat room. Uh, I don't know if I can get to anybody on chat right now. It's kind of hectic tonight, but uh, we'll try. Okay, so Marcia, want to lead us in prayer? Sure, I'd be happy to. Father, you loved the world so much that you gave your only begotten Son to die for our sins, so that whomever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Your word says we are saved by grace through faith as a gift from you. There is nothing we can do to earn salvation. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is your Son, the Savior of the world. I believe he died on the cross for me and bore all of my sins paying the price for these. 
I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead and that he is alive today. I am a sinner, and I am sorry for my sins, and I ask you to forgive me. By faith, I receive Jesus Christ now as my Lord and Savior. I believe that I am saved and will spend eternity with you. Thank you, Father. I am so grateful. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Because we are intuitive, there are dark energies out there, uh, nothing to do with us. So we'd like to pray to uh, for Lord and Jesus to place the white light around us and protect us against all evil. Um, so uh, anything that comes through here, which Kevin, who's a Baptist deacon, will be coming on explaining it because of his books and being, you know, in the in the church, um, he knows scripture, you know, very well. That um, what we do is not evil. Um, there may be people out there that do. But I, I have no part with that. I don't like I said before. No Ouija boards, no crystal balls, none of that garbage. Okay, that's not what we do here. So, anyhow, Marcia, um, you know what the show is about tonight. Um, there are many levels, they say, in the Bible um, of heaven and hell. Do you want to talk? I mean, I, I have a script here. You know, if you came on later, I probably would have read it. But what are your views on that from what you know and what you've read about it and what you've heard about the different levels of heaven and hell? Well, okay. Um, I was shown a vision of the well, different... Why don't you explain who you are, Marcia, first? To okay. what you do. Oh, right. I'm sorry. We never tell them what no. Marcia does. <laughs> um, I'm about Peggy's age. Um, <clears throat> we have a lot in common, a lot of synchronicities. I was a caregiver to a loved one that had dementia uh, who passed away. Um, and my mom also back in 87. And after my mom's death, um, I started seeing lights. And some, you know, faces, and I didn't know what to do with all this. I, I just thought, I'm going nuts. <laughs> mostly, mm-hmm, like mostly what everybody else thinks, you know, when they have right. um, these intuitive things happen to them. Um, right. And I've been, you know, because my mom's death was ruled a suicide. I will never believe it. Uh, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I've prayed about it and prayed about it. And God actually showed me what happened, but not who, in a dream. Right. And right. like I said, I started seeing these lights after her death. Um, right. And, of course, her death hurt me so badly. Um, and it's like a physical pain in your chest. That it's heartbreak, but you can feel mm-hmm. the pain. And right. part of you hurts so badly that you just want to end it all. You think about suicide. Yeah, I, I mean, your mom's death was ruled a suicide, but you're not sure about that, right? Oh, I'm I'm definite that, <laughs> I, you know, in my own mind and heart that that wasn't a possibility. It wasn't. And I've no. also, prior to all my other losses, my boyfriend before I got married committed suicide. So I've also been faced with suicide, and especially since my children, the loss of children, there were times I felt like committing it too, but I had oh, to sure. stop and find purpose. And that's what my show is kind of about tonight because – I do counsel people. For, I'm not a counselor. I'm not, a, you know. So this is just, you know, Peg. Okay, that's been through it, and um, so I'm here because I understand. I understand suicide. I don't really understand it, but I've been through it. Um, I understand the effects it does on people, and we're here to talk about the different. Like people think by committing suicide, you're going to be with your loved ones. You may not be because they have completed their program here. And that's what I want you to talk about, but I'm going to hold you up. We have a caller, a Skype caller. 
This may be international. Why don't we bring them on and see if they have something to say here, and then we'll continue about what the show is about. How's that? Sure. Okay, hon. Hold on a second. Hello? Hello? Yes, did you want to? Hi. What's your first name and where are you from? Um, whoever it was dropped. <laughs> oh no, call back in. Okay, call back in, Skype caller. Yes, our, usually our well, you can Skype too here, but usually our Skype callers are overseas. You know, um, Europe, uh, Canada, uh, Italy. You know, we do have people. Oh, they're calling back in, so let's see if we can oh, get good. them back on. Hold on. Okay, let's hope we got weather problems here right now. So, hello. Oh, we dropped you again. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? With the snowy weather, we're having, as usual, some problems. So please just keep trying to call back in. She's on again. Let's see. Let her be on a second. I hate when this happens. Nope. Dropped again. Oh, shoot. Must be having problems with – well, we'll bring them, bring them back on as soon as they come up. So anyhow, Marcia, um, so it was ruled a su- – they said it was a suicide. You know in your heart it wasn't. We won't go into the details why you know. Um, but still, it affects you, and, and you wanted to, like, say, that's it, right? Yes. That's yes. it yourself. You didn't want to go on, just like I didn't no, want to I, go on after Johnny died. And I had I had a family. I had three sons and a husband who loved me, and it, it just still – the pain was so great that I, I – I, felt like I didn't want to go on. I thought about suicide and I want to I want to just interject this really quickly. If you or anyone, okay, or someone you know is thinking about struggling with or talking about suicide, please get help right away. We're not counselors. We're not life no, we're not. counselors. Um but we're here to listen to you and understand we're gonna, you. We yeah, we're going to tell you yeah, why suicide shouldn't be your option. Right, um, because right. trust me, we've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. And um, also, that's why the show is we're talking about the different levels because we do all come with a plan. And if someone has passed, and we're not saying they went to hell or anything like that, we're just saying there are different levels of the other side from what we were taught. And when there's levels on the other side, you think by offering yourself you're going to immediately be with them. You may not be. So you you need true. to think about that and stay here until God calls you home. Okay, we're not putting down if you've lost somebody in the family to suicide that they went to hell or anything like that either. I just want to make that clear. I don't want people to get, oh, my God, you know. No, it's that's not what we're saying. What we're saying, there's different levels of learning on the other side, you know. So explain what you know about that, Marcia, because you taught me about that. Well, God had given me a vision, and it, it went from all the way to black, the pit of hell, I would call it, it just pure black, into different shades of gray, lighter and lighter and lighter, all the way up into the light, Mm -hmm. which I assumed was heaven. And Mm -hmm. this tells me, now I believe, okay, it's my own personal belief, that someone who commits suicide is not yeah, we're not on a um a automatically thing doomed here to tonight. <laughs> right. No. We're not a we're not on a political debate here tonight. Or no. Religious God debate. knows you and he will judge. Yeah. Um, Thank you. But, you know, I, I don't believe that they automatically go to hell. I also mm. don't believe that if, if you've had some sort of loss in your life and it, it hurts so badly that you don't want to be here anymore, that by choosing to leave or to commit suicide, you mm. 
are doing that to go be with your loved ones that you've lost. And that may not be the case with this Mm -hmm. vision that God sent me. uh, That told me that, okay, my loved one, the one with dementia, okay, that I cared for, he died naturally. He died here at Mm -hmm. home surrounded by people he loved. Um, My mom's death, not so much. But I still don't think that if I had chosen to exit, you know, would have affected my my sons and my husband. Um, mm-hmm. I would have been able to be on the same level as mm-hmm. my loved ones. So right. if you're thinking about escaping the pain um, to be with your loved ones, it may not happen. You may land on a different level than they are. And be stuck looking. Not saying I'll never see him again, but not right away. You've got to work your way up. Right, and who who knows how long that might take, and how much that Mm -hmm. might hurt. And there's there's no second chance. You commit Mm -hmm. suicide, and it's final. It's a it's a you know permanent solution to a temporary problem. Thank you. That's exactly what I was trying to say. I'm sorry. Gee, I must be a mind reader. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. No, and I, I, I'm, and I'm not joking. I'm not making light of it, but it concerns me because I've been there myself. I mean, I was on suicide watch after I lost my second kid, and I was really thinking of doing it. How I was going to do it, you know? And uh, I kind of joked about it later. I said, well, being that I live right near the biggest bridge, uh, very close to my new home, that we've just had a suicide here this week and a few weeks before that. Everybody jumps off this bridge, and I'm thinking, I can't. Well, how am I going to do that? I'm afraid of heights. <laughs> <laughs> so, little oxymoron in a way, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But, it, you know, and I'm not making light of it. You know, it's not funny. Um, uh, one one dropped again, our, our, our Skype caller, so okay, keep trying. Or if you've got some questions, i got chat room open, so we'll answer some questions in chat tonight. Um, so I just wanted to make that clear because I've been disturbed about that with some people and worried about them and that, you know, you know how you feel when you've lost – people to suicide what about your relatives what about the people that you leave behind they're going to feel i mean you gotta you gotta hang in for the ones that are here the ones that are over there now are still around us no matter what level they're on because that's what my show is about the signs they do send us okay um i I don't care what level they're on we get signs from them to to comfort us you know but there is learning over there just like here in life we're in school here we're in school there you know, until we get that complete thing till the end of times and till everything is perfect and no more fighting over Trump versus Clinton and, and all the, the liberal and non-liberals and the Democrats. You know, enough with this, okay? I understand we all got our views, okay? But I, I don't like to get into to religious uh, debates. I don't like to get into um, political debates because we all – God gave us free will. No one. I'm not saying anybody's right, wrong, or anything. That's why I don't get into it. You know, I don't care if you're Hindu. I don't care if you're Jewish. I don't care if you're Christian. I, I care, but you know what I'm saying. But I believe that God accepts us all. Okay, and we're just here to learn, and we're there to learn until we find complete love. And that's my own my own hypothesis about it. So, what's your feeling um, about? You know, life, death in general, and Kevin will be on shortly, so he'll be discussing it from the scripture itself. Well, I think that we knew each other in heaven. We have a soul group 
that we mm-hmm. agreed to a blueprint, a general blueprint with God. You know, we had a mission, um, right. lessons we came here to learn. And by the way, if we commit suicide, we're cutting our mission short. So maybe yep. that's why we land on a different level. We have to work our way back to, you know, what we would have been, you know, you know, on earth as opposed to the level of heaven or hell we go to. And again, we're not saying you're burning in hell because you committed suicide. We're not saying that. So, yeah, I think a lot Um, of people may take it wrong and out of context. So, yes, but I think that blueprint is is you know we agree. Okay, we're Mm -hmm. we're going to come and we're going to learn certain lessons. We're going to love one another first of all. That's number one. Uh, Secondly, Mm -hmm. if you know the people who do come into our lives, we're going to try to teach if they're open to it. I mean, I'm not going to try to force my views on anyone, but if somebody asks me a question and I find the opportunity to be open with them and share what, you know, I feel in the love of God, then, you know, great. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, love, learn, and teach. And, you know, God decided to take our loved ones for whatever reason their mission was done. Right. Um, And the sense of suicide because we've had people who we know that may have committed suicide. Um, and that's the free will God gives us, too. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and it hurts. I mean, my <coughs> gosh, you've, you mm-hmm. take it personally. How could you not? You know, my right. whomever, fill-in-the-blank family member, didn't want to be with me. Right. So much so that they committed suicide. Well, don't make it about you. You know, it's you don't know what demons... Yeah, they're facing or fighting. There were illnesses. I mean, my my children died of cystic fibrosis. My husband, Agent Orange, diabetes. De- uh, depression is a very real illness. I mean, look at people like Robin uh, Williams, and, Williams, and yeah. they were fighting these demons, um, these illnesses. It's a real illness. I've yeah. lost two nephews to um, heroin overdoses in the past few couple of years too, and they were fighting their own demons with. Uh, addiction, probably because there was some kind of underlying depression. Uh, mm-hmm. One was definitely uh, diagnosed with bipolar. These are very real illnesses, um, just like cystic fibrosis, like my children had, or diabetes, or I have multiple sclerosis. Um, I didn't. None of us chose to have any of this, so um, none of us. And I'm in pain all the time, you know. Um, physical, physical. You know, I'm very limited, but. And there's times like, oh, God, I can't take it anymore, please. You know, I'm not taking this in vain. I just say, speak to him, God, really, enough. It's like I can't function. I can't live like this. But you've got to go on no matter what until he calls you. Uh, That's my own thing, you know. Um, And like I said, you've been there. I've been there. I'm sure I think everyone has had that uh, cross their mind at one time. It's like, I don't want to do this anymore, you know. Yeah. You're no different than anybody else, but you know what? And, and when you're grieving and you've had losses to suicide, and then you want to do it, you gotta, like I said, stop and think about what you felt when it happened. And people you leave behind is gonna feel it, so it's gonna be the domino effect. So what right. is the answer? Is everybody that commits suicide? It hurts, yeah, but you gotta go through the grieving processes. I, I'm six years into my son, a little over six, with their father. Um, it's going on 15 years with my daughter who died on Mother's Day and all the other losses. I've had many siblings, two siblings, blah, blah, blah. A lot, a lot of people, friends. And uh, I lost a very dear friend a week. Um, I just found out a week, actually two people. One I w- lived in the same house with as a child and another one at a, called me every day and 
boom, died of a heart attack. You know, I've lost a lot of other friends. You've lost friends. I mean, we've all lost people. And it's, it doesn't get any easier. The older you get, the more you lose, you know. That's a reality, you know. That's true. But um, that's, we are going to lose, every, you know, we're all going to lose people. But you got to make whatever you have count, what you have now and who you have in your life now. Not saying you forget the others because God knows if you go to my Facebook page and know I don't forget mine. I don't let people because they, they, were, they were my life. You know, they're still a part of me. They're always a part of us, you know. So that's well, the way I feel. there's a place in the Bible, and Kevin probably could tell, you know, tell me exactly where it's at, um, where it says when right. a baby is born, we're supposed to be sad, and when a person dies, we're supposed to be glad. Well, because, mm-hmm. I guess because, you know, the the new baby it has all his lessons or her lessons to learn, to learn. and yep. their life to live and all that to go through. Right. And the person who is exiting is going to God in heaven and, you know, peace and tranquility and beauty and love, constant love. Mm-hmm. Um, to a real home. Yes. So it kind of makes sense to me in, in that sense. But we, as humans, we, we're the opposite, you know. We're happy when the babies are born and sad when, when our people leave. Of course we miss them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay to cry. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to vent. It's okay right. to stomp around and and <laughs> ask God why. You know, talk yeah. to him. I've um, gotten mad at him. I mean, I've gotten mad. I've yelled oh, at him. Yes. And, but yes. you know what? we got to remember his love is unconditional. And Absolutely. my ministry years ago told me that. One of the very first times my now-deceased daughter, my only daughter, was sick in the beginning with the um, first exa- major exacerbation with the lungs and I told God, here's no God, I hate you, I hate you, you know, I'm swearing and blah, 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 blah. And my minister showed up out of the blue. He sent him to me. And yeah. I started crying to him, and I said to him, I, then I felt guilty. That's part of life. I, and he goes to and I told him what I did. I was honest with him. And he said to me, Peggy, you chose to leave him. That was your free will. He's never left you. Remember that. He never leaves you, even through the pain, you know. And if you know, if you really read the Bible, you know, a lot of the intuitives say, oh, there's no hell. There's no – I'm not going to argue with them on that subject, okay? I go by the Bible. The Bible says there is, okay? Yeah. We're fighting a demon here on this earth, you know. Um, there's a battle. He's happy to lie to you and will mm-hmm. and happy to mm-hmm. feed on your fears, um, exactly. whatever they may be in this world. Yep. Um I don't want yeah. to believe there's a demon either, but there is. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't like it any more than you do. You know, and denying it, you're denying God. You're denying the Bible, what He's written, or what man's written that He's He gave us to to, to learn from. Right. So that's my take on it. I'm not putting any of the other intuitives down. But they got free will too. They can believe what they want. This is my belief. This is your belief. Yeah. Many others, you know, and uh, as a Christian woman, and uh, that's what I believe. You know. So I'm not going to bicker with people about it. I'm not going to say, you're wrong. No, I have no right to say that because I'm not here to judge you. God, uh, God's the judge, okay, the only That's judge. True. So when you get mocked and put down, let it go. Well, I've been that... the past, oh, my, most of my life I've been made fun of and mocked. And I just look at them. I pray for them. I said, oh, they, they really got a lot to learn, you know. It's yeah. fools that do stuff like that, you know. I, I get mad. Yeah. I get upset, hurt. But it's like, oh. You know, what's my famous word when people act like that? You know it. No. <laughs> They're narcissistic, narcissistic yes. poster children, you know? Yeah. They're yeah. fighting their own demons. Let it go. Let them fight with themselves. I just like, okay, bye. I hang up. I, I, I block. 
they can say or they go around they talk bad mouth me i don't care anymore i know yeah. who i am and if other people don't you're lost you know not all that his ways you know, are that. higher than ours his understanding is greater than ours mm-hmm. and, right. and and so yes when when things happen that we don't understand or that hurt us you know cut our hearts mm-hmm. open um yep. and yes we we become angry with god why we want to know why mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know why this? Why that? Why this? We person? become angry with other people. Yeah. I I had uh, I went out a little bit yesterday. I don't go out that much, and I come home, and my front door was opened. Uh, uh, the, the outer door, a uh, uh, small unit I had outside was opened. Somebody obviously watching uh, to rob me. I just moved from a place where I got and a lot of things that meant a lot to me got robbed from my my other house. I had multiple um, burglaries when I was moving here. I'm like, okay, so they're things. You know, you yeah. want my things? Take my things. I don't care. I'm not materialistic. I, I care, but I don't. I'm like, wait, what's wrong with you that do something like this? There's really something wrong with you. People that do stuff or people that mock you or people that try to start an argument. I had a supposed friend very recently try to do something and and try to make everything my fault. And yeah, you know what? When I used to drink, I did a lot of stupid things. I had a, I had an issue years ago. And I guess people can't accept that wasn't me. It's like, oh, well, you know what? Others, your new friends don't know about you. Uh, really? No, they do know me. You don't know me because you knew the drunk that sat next to you that you're still sitting in that bar store, you know? Right. And I'm not putting them down. I pray for them because they got issues, you know? And I, I feel bad for them. And they just don't – they don't know me. That's the one who doesn't know me. My new friends do know me because this is the sober me, you know, and it's um, it's them. You know, it's it's on them. I, I don't care, but I pray. So our Skype call is back. Let's see if I can get them back on here. Hold on a minute. Okay. Hello? 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 Yes, are you, are you uh, the one that kept we kept losing, the Skype caller? Yeah. How are you? Good. How are you? Where are you from, please? I'm from Dutchess County. We're, you're down in Westchester, oh, oh, correct? You're, you're in Dutchess. Yeah, I'm in Westchester. I got most of my family's in Dutchess. Fishkill, Pleasant Valley, yeah. the whole, whole shebang. Where in Dutchess are you from? Yeah, my name, my name is John. I'm a clairvoyant, clairaudient medium. Oh, okay, John. What, how are you? Where are you from in Dutchess? Do you mind me asking? You don't give us your last name, but where are you from in Dutchess? And and the Lagrange area. Oh, okay. I got a niece there too. So how are you, John? How can we help yeah, you tonight? Good. We spoke years ago. I actually I did a reading for you quite a few years ago in regards to your uh-huh. sons. My and son? I was just you know, your son. Yeah, yeah. Your son. Oh the you one whose friend oh, okay. was out selling I remember something distinctly about a friend of his selling T-shirts and you not getting the proceeds from it? Oh, uh, uh, stickers, actually. Stickers. And, and it wasn't me. It was supposed stickers, to go to a yeah, foundation. There was yes. something involved with that. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Like okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, what, all right. Well, what, I, what I'm curious as to, Peggy, is mm-hmm. I saw on your show, because I, I do a show on Blog Talk, too, being a, okay. a real clairvoyant psychic medium that you're putting down that you're a intuitive medium how did yes. you acquire that now when you didn't have that before i was born with it i had it my whole life well i just you never discussed I was afraid that with of it. our reading 
You never said that to me when we did our reading. You never said that to me when I did my reading for you. Oh, really? Well, I don't remember, to be honest with you, but I've had it my whole life. I think I know who you are. So what is the point, John, you're trying to make here? Are you well, John the, the Prophet? Is, is that you're the you're, you're the fellow that's John the Prophet? No, I'm not. No, I'm not John the Prophet. But I'm just wondering why you're telling everybody you're an intuitive medium when you're not. When I'm not. When you're not. You're, you're I think I know who you are, John. I, I I know you're who you, are. you were the guy that said you were the Prophet guy. I know who you are. I know who you are, and and I actually blocked you uh, because of it because I wasn't comfortable. If you're the, if you're who I'm no, thinking of, and why why are you arguing about me being intuitive? I, I don't understand, John. Go ahead. Well, you're no, going to waste your opinion. Here's the deal. Well, here's mm-hmm. the deal. If you're going to go out and tell somebody you are, you should be, and you're not. Okay. Why are you telling somebody you're an intuitive okay. medium when you're not? How do you Wait. know that I'm not an intuitive medium, John? How would you know because that? Because I know, I know you. You know because me. Know How you. do you know you're me? Perfect. You're. I'm what? You're actually frauding people by telling them that, and then you're telling them they're only going to get to Wait a minute, John. John, I know, I know exactly who you are. It's, the reason I blocked you, John, is because you were frauding people, okay? And I'm ending no, the discussion. You don't Good night. Okay. That, I'm blocking this guy. I blocked him on Facebook before. Okay, he was charging, going to people's houses, charging people money, which I don't do, and it was, he was trouble. He was trouble. So I'm not dealing with this kind of garbage, you know? Well, so obviously you know, he did call. <laughs> he made it sound like, you know, people are, they have a sixth sense. Everybody has it. And mm-hmm. the Bible talks about this. Uh, right. Everyone is gifted with something, um, some more mm-hmm. than others. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a natural thing, and this is a gift from God. And right. for someone to come on and your show and to call you a fraud, that's mm-hmm. that's unacceptable. Um, how did well, number you one, a fraud, the fraud. Um, I don't charge anybody, so what? What am I, I getting I by this. frauding people? You're trying to help people. That's exactly. all you're trying to do. The reason I had blocked him, I know exactly who he is now. Um, he uh, was supposed to do a show with me. I found out some things about him, and I'm not gonna I'm gonna accuse him of anything because I don't do that. I'm not the judge again, you know. But I was not comfortable with him. And well, he got, he people that rather... he people that had seen him, people that had seen him had gone to, were not comfortable with him, and they came to me, and I said I'm not dealing with this guy. And now I guess you heard why I'm not. So he obviously has got a bug of his, you know. The title. And, mm-hmm. and, and what I'm saying is that you, you don't you you don't get to be protective of it or jealous of other people's gifts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's sort of like um you have a different gift than I do. I'm not jealous of right. what you do. You're not jealous of what mm-hmm. I do. Because And there's it, no profit. Have we ever charged anybody anything? This no. guy has. And he was yeah. charging people and doing a lot of other stuff that I'm not going to – I'm like I said, I'm not going to be here to judge him. But he came on here because he's angry. He's angry because I canceled him on my show when I found out I wasn't comfortable with him. Um, he came on to try to make me look like a jerk. But you know what? I'm paying for the show. People know that I've that I, that I read on the show that I'm real. Kevin, who's coming on, knows that I'm real. A lot of people, people real. that I grew up yeah. with, you know I'm real. 
um, he can say whatever he wants. You know, the uh, devil works in mysterious ways, you know. That's so. true. I'm not going to let it bother me then. You could hear in his voice he was angry. <laughs> what? We just had a perfect perfect example of that, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, exactly. The devil works. And you know what? I wasn't going to let because this show was not about like controversy to sit here and argue with no. or mock me. Let him, let him mock me. He, he's the one with the attitude. I don't care. Like I said, yeah. I don't care. He, I just he, proved he, my point. I got tested again. Definitely you know? had an attitude. He's the one out charging people and giving him and doing other things. I'm not going to go yeah, into what I'm told, but and I he was calling himself the, a prophet of God. He was a prophet. Oh well, I'm not even going to go into it. Yeah. But I said, oh boy, I'm not saying there aren't prophets out there, but you know what? There's fakes out there too, and you know what? That's kind of uh, what we were just talking about—the narcissistic personality. They like mm-hmm. to argue with you to get you heated. He wanted me to go off, and I wasn't going to. So I, just like I did on Facebook, I blocked him. You well, know? They're, they're, you know, I'm not saying that you shouldn't spend time with God and pray to God and, right. and ask, you know, God if if you know to lead your or, or direct your steps. Okay, mm-hmm. but to go take classes or you know, give classes or, I right, don't know, it's, right. just, it's sort of like, God is my life coach, okay? I right, don't, I don't need right. to go hire someone as a life coach. That's God. Right, right. I open every well, room so, It sounds like he was God. coming on to judge me then, didn't it? Yeah, it did sound me. like that. God awful. judges me, not so not sorry. not John or anybody else. That's okay. You know what, like I said, it was just, an, it's. you know, I'm kind of glad he did that because it just shows... Some of the tests, some of the mocking, some of the non-believers, um, and the jealousy sometimes. And a lot of it's based on jealousy. You know, you don't have to take class. I know people say – a lot of people have taken classes to disprove it, okay? But I think a lot of people that do take classes already have the gift, and it just enhances. And Like it took me years to come out. You know, this guy doesn't even – I've never met this guy face-to-face. You know, uh, I met him through somebody. I know exactly who it is now. I'm not going to say what I really think, okay, because that's me judging. I'm just not going to allow that type of person to bash me, bash my show uh, for people that I'm trying to help, and I do it for free. He charged people, and he he charged – not ridiculous amounts, but he charged. And um, they came back to me. It's like, oh, my gosh, you don't even – you know, I'm not even going to go into it. So let him do whatever, you know, so – I don't care. So we're going to go on with the show and help other people through grief. Um, my life lessons to uh, help others through it. You know, um, I really just want to laugh. To be honest with you. Well, right <laughs> now I'm seeing uh, seeing all these blue lights all around you. Mm-hmm. Like um, they're blue in the core and white on the outside, like as a uh, protection. Mm-hmm. Um, healing and protection are around you, right? Um, because I feel like you just got attacked big time. Oh know? yeah, but I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it, this is. If anything, it benefited me, you know. And you know what? Um, he's he's intuitive or a prophet or whatever he calls himself. He couldn't remember whether it was stickers or T-shirts. He couldn't get that right if he was so good. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then claim you know what I mean. You. Yes. Yeah, you. Yeah, I know you. I know you. But you know what? You could hear the animosity in the voice alone, and uh, well, not for nothing. But uh, the first Skype caller um, sounded female to me. Oh, I don't know who that. When she been. said hello, and then mm-hmm. the call dropped a, a few times, and and then mm-hmm. you ask if 
you know, he was the Skype caller that tried to get through earlier, and I, it was mm-hmm. a male voice. At first, I thought it might even be Kevin. Right, right. No, no, he wouldn't call Skype. I have a number for Kevin. You know, because I can see the numbers coming up. And usually, okay. the Skype callers usually just call Skype because um, they either don't have a phone, can't afford it, or they are international callers because they can't get through, mm-hmm. you know, any other way. So, but anyhow, um, yeah. And I don't know. I'm sure he knew I was in two. Well, you know, maybe I didn't talk about it then because I don't think I had the show then. I, no, actually, I did just start the show. Well, you know, I don't know. You know what? Don't matter. Let's drop it, you know. Yeah. Peace be with him, you know, and I pray for him. So so that's like just, uh, you know, like I said, you got a little taste of what we go through sometimes. And you got to shrug it off, you know. you got to shrug yes. it off. Yeah. You know, and you don't have to subject yourself to people. Just because you want to help people and what have you, you don't have to let people attack you either, you know. I was willing to let him talk and go on, but he started getting meaner and meaner, it sounded like he to did. me. Yes, and, you know, yeah, he was like, why are you telling people you're an intuitive and you're not? Who are you? How do you know I'm not? Because he's a pro- yes. he thinks he's a prophet, uh-huh. you know? Oh, wow, well, you know? Well, he wants. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have a minister coming on the show who will tell you different, who's writing a third book, and I'm in the second, and I'm also going in the third, who I've helped. Okay. Yes. Now this is a Baptist uh, deacon, Christian Baptist deacon. So um, I would go with his advice more than I would go with someone that wants to attack. You know. So. Right. But anyhow, Marshall, let's get back to what the program's about. Let's not feed into this. So because that's what they like to do. You know, people that do stuff like this. Um, you know, um, as far as suicide, um, you know, there are levels um, that we go to. I, I will admit when I don't know things, and I don't know that much about that part. Okay. I only know what I know, and you know what you've learned. And um, talk about these lights more, how you're different, what you do is different than what I do. Well, um, like I said, I started seeing lights after my mom died. Mm -hmm. Um, Right. And I didn't know what they meant. I was sort of like, okay. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. But I started also getting signs. um, Right. uh, Angel angel pennies, or mine especially was butterflies. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I was grieving. I reached out and I, I talked to this woman, and she right. told me this story. Um, her son died, and right. they lived in I think Chicago at the time. Right. And she and her husband decided to handle it differently. She went to the cemetery every day, and um, husband not so much. And right. um, it was getting cold, and and her husband had been transferred to a different part of the country. And mm-hmm. she went to visit her son's uh, grave that day. It was getting cold, and lo and behold, she looked up, and as she drove away, you know, starting to pull mm-hmm. away, there's a butterfly that went across her windshield. Well, it was too cold for butterflies. It was right. near wintertime. Right. And it just it just gave me, she said, I know that that was my son saying, okay, Mom, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, it I, that started me into the whole, you know, what are the different signs and, you know, look mm-hmm. up and, and be positive because they want us to be happy. They they exactly. don't want us to be sad and crying all the time or miserable. Yes, they, they understand that we miss them. Um, mm-hmm. But it's harder for them to do their job, I would think. <laughs> you know, right. if we're bugging them all the time with our grief. 
Right. Um, and they're in a much better place than we are. We'll get there right. when it's our Yeah, and it doesn't, time. you know what, we don't take away because I still grieve. I still cry. I still, the angel dates and the birth dates and the, you know, I still go a little, no, I won't say nutty. I just, I feel like the only way I can explain it is like when you're living children or whatever, you're celebrating their birthdays. Well, what am I not supposed to still celebrate the, the life they had? That's why we, we have to keep their memory alive because that's all. We don't have any new memories with them. Right. So we have to – they were part of us. I mean, you can't just shut that off. We're we're human beings, so that can't be shut yeah. off. So, and it's okay you know, to so. It's okay right. to cry. Um, yep. It's okay to miss them. Um, uh-huh. They they know more than we do now uh, in the sense right. that, yes, we, you know, you may have been their, their mother – um, but right. they know more than we do now. Um, exactly. They, exactly. They know it's all going to be okay, and we'll mm-hmm. meet again. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Why don't we talk a little bit before Kevin comes on, too? And like I said, the show's not coming on for arguments, please. Please, uh, if you want to argue, talk to me off the air. <laughs> you know, I don't really care, you know? But right. um, this is not what the show. The show is to help people, not to sit here and argue, you know, who's on first here. So believe it or not, if you don't believe me, fine. If I've read you, you know it's true. There's no way I know these things. I don't – there's no way. People call into my show, and I don't know you. But I've given you readings. I've given – people. many people have documented it, you know. Yeah. And um, so – but anyhow, this show is not about that. Go to somebody else's show or stay on your own show and do whatever you do. You know, badmouth me, whatever you want to do. God will be your judge. And mine. So um, let's talk about synchronicity. You and I just recently had – well, we have lots of synchronicities. But um, yes. how about the recent one would be um, an attorney I used to work for. We won't go into details of it and how it all started happening with us. It was weird. Do you remember that? I, you, I can't remember. You saw a truck go by with a name on. Does that mean anything to you? And then it turned out you were going through something. I had worked for an attorney that was kind of in the field, what you were going through with the name of what the, on the truck. I'm like, I know that name. And I'm like, oh, yes, I used to work for this guy. Do you remember that? Oh, yes. Um, the, the <laughs> it was crazy. Truck that, well, I must explain to listeners that I live on <laughs> the major highway that goes through our little town. Right, and my kitchen right. window looks right out onto the highway. And so I'm sitting mm-hmm. there, and I, I see the vehicles that pass by. And I do get mm-hmm. some signs that way. Um, right. This particular day, I, I'm you know looking out, and a truck goes by that says Shaw. Um, mm-hmm. you know, And it's carpeting and flooring. And I happened right. to be on the phone, Peggy and I, and I said, does this mean anything to you? Because I felt compelled to ask. Normally right. it would just be a And I had to think about it for a minute. I had to think about it for a minute. Right. And I'm like, and there was something you were going through, and, and this is the, the attorney I had worked for just a short time, um, was in that field what you were going through, right? Yes. Uh-huh. And I said, oh, my gosh, I used to work for this guy, Larry Shaw. You can look him up. He's in Peak School, New York. Now – your ex next, your late husband who died of Alzheimer's, name was Larry. Right. The last name Shaw was and it turned out to be the name of the um the attorney I had worked for in the field that you needed some advice on right now. Yeah. Yeah. From what you're going through. We won't talk about our personal personal stuff here. And then something else happened after that about um 
went from Matt, and somebody joined my my science page with the same last name, and the middle name was the same name as your grandfather. It was really like it was like almost a boomerang. Uh, Coleman, you know. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, we, uh, I try not to give too many names on the show because you know I right, don't want yeah. to keep their, you know. Well, no, but, that was my um, grandfather's middle name. Uh, wasn't right. It was like last name either. So. It was just very, very weird that it was like boom, yes. ba boom, ba boom, ba boom, and right. it just seemed like one thing led to another, and that's part of the synchronicities, which Kevin will discuss, I'm sure, for some point too, at some point, uh, about synchronicities, you know, and uh, it was just amazing, you know, absolutely amazing. So. You know, well, and uh, it, it's sort of like um, God will put people in your life, okay? Um, mm-hmm. Even even and, ones that want to mock you. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But um, mm-hmm. I I feel like God brought us together. Um, I had one yep. son who was tested for CF, and and you know it was fifty fifty, and we had to wait another week. See, so if it's cystic fibrosis, people, a lot of people don't know what it is. It's a thing that both of my children right. died of. So, so right. she had a child but, tested for it. Yeah. Yes, and th- that's a synchronicity. It's really, you and I have so much in common. Um, mm-hmm. That, and, and even <laughs> we're talking on the phone. Is the other day um, was your dad's anniversary, or is it birthday? Which was it? It was my dad's birthday. Yeah, March eighth. Okay. Yeah. And I'm I'm sitting and we're talking on the phone and it's a nice sunny day, um, mm-hmm. and I see this huge bird flying around right. outside, and mm-hmm. it it just hit me. You know, I asked Peggy, "Does your dad ever come to you as a bird?" And she right. got so excited because um, another I think it was your niece had said right. that she saw some animal in a tree and she didn't know what it was, but it was large. And yeah, so, about ten minutes. I was talking to her before I talked to you, and she goes, "I don't know what's going on here," and and it was my dad's birthday. And the ironic thing is, um, my husband, my kids named him Bird. That was his nickname. <laughs> so was so that? Uh, yes. There was a lot Amazing. of things like everybody was coming through, and then things were happening with the cell phones and. Um, my uh, uh, f- friend, very close mutual friend of my son and mine, she had just gotten a new cell phone and didn't download anything into it yet. And she goes and puts it on, and uh, a thing like an email came up from my son, who's been gone six years. And she's like, I don't know how this happened. <laughs> and sent it to me. Wow. And then I was on the phone with you all of a sudden. Well, one night, it was like around the same time, 1215, my cell phone rings. And just a lot of weird things were happening. And then the other day, um, my other my other phone that I don't use as a phone, I use just for like Facebook and what have you because I haven't gotten the SIM card for it yet. Um, it rang. <laughs> so no it was SIM like, card. there's no SIM card. So hello. So you know what? You, it, you know, I, I think what and not to, to to talk about that other guy that just called, but at the time, I, I probably really hadn't come out um, or to the public. Yeah, I, actually, I did. If he had read my book, I was I put it in the book about my uh, that I I had something, but I wasn't I wasn't quite sure what it was because I was afraid of it my whole life. You well, know? that would be something for him to to call you or you know text you his private number, and you could have a, a conversation, not an argument. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did you get into it? How did you first know? Um, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, and he did. He he, he put him, next thing you know, he had a uh, a blog site up after talking to me. One minute he was fixing bicycles, repairing bicycles, and now he's the prophet of God. 
Uh, and then he had some people that I know put these web and they, they, they walked away and, and, and then he got into a couple of people that I knew and went and did readings and they, they I'm not going to go into what happened, but it wasn't good. Okay. Yeah. Am I saying That's he doesn't, maybe he has a gift. I'm not going to judge him that God will judge him, you know, yeah, but yeah. I just know my gifts of God. Okay. I'm not a prophet. Um, whatever God I you know contribute, He gives a tribute to Him. He gives me whatever. I don't go asking for it. Okay, I don't go to yeah. people's houses and charge them a hundred, two, three, four, five hundred dollars. I've never charged anybody anything. I am not getting anything out of this. I don't need an ego trip. I got, you know, I got things I got to do in my own life. I don't have to do this, right. you know. Yeah. But I do it because I know it's the job I got to do. And people test me all the time like that. And uh, you know, I, I it used to bother me. It doesn't I just kind of like okay? Well, what are you doing with your gift? Charging money. What am I doing with my gift? I'm not charging anything. Uh, so who's doing what here? You know, yeah. <laughs> and you know the only prophet of God is profiting. I guess so. <laughs> I'm not oh. profiting. I'm just doing yeah. his work. You yeah. know, so I'm not going to let it bother me. Like I said, and if we go on, hold on. No, somebody's beeping me. Poor Jervis. Who the heck is calling me? I don't Could know who Kevin. that is. No, no, this is local. No, this not is the local. Show. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna play a song uh, until he comes on and call it from my cell phone in case it's a guy coming to shovel. Okay. Okay. So let me uh, play a song. I'm gonna play some music, people. Let me take a little break, okay, and see who this is. Let's see what we'll play tonight. Um, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, how about, I got a song, for, uh, one of our guests, my late friend Ron, that you got to meet over the, over before he passed. I was thinking about him. I, have okay. I told you lately, I love, how, let's play a song by his daughter, Have I Told You Lately That I Love You, by his daughter Ashley. I'm going to play oh. that, and then I'm going to put me on mute and see who's calling me from the other phone. Okay? Okay, okay hold on.
What a beautiful song. Yes. You there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Yeah, unfortunately, I forgot I was on the phone line, so I couldn't do it. So we'll have to wait till after the show. So um, anyhow, what else would you like to talk about that Kevin comes on? Feelings? Um, does anybody have anything they want to say on chat? Um, you know. You there? Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. I think we're starting to have some weather problems, yep. Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, Well, I just wanted to say, when life seriously hurts, a believer can turn to God for strength and peace. Mm -hmm. Right. Of course, that doesn't mean that you can say a prayer and everything will be happy-go-lucky and okay. Uh, You and I both know that it doesn't always work that way. Right. But God is stronger than we are. And he knows how things are going to turn out on the other side of everything. Um, And you should remember always to also reach out to others who can encourage and support you. Uh, Mm -hmm. You may feel like there's no one that cares, but there's always somebody who cares. Um, Mm -hmm. And talk to God. Pray for God to bring that person to you. Um, Right. In Genesis, it talks about God created the heavens, plural. Now, a lot of people might want to bat that back and forth and argue about the interpretation of that. But it says heavens. Um, And he offered eternal life in John 3.16, as well as abundant life on earth in John Um, 10.10. Right. We've got to have faith and trust in him and follow him and allow right. him, allow God to determine how many days we have left to live. Mm-hmm. Um, so hang in there, you know, fight the fight, be strong. And if you can't be, then pray for encouragement. You know, God will lead a person to you to help you. But um, mm-hmm. if he does... Take that person's help not for granted, but be grateful. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's sort of like if someone is is caring enough to help you and and absorb some of your pain because they've been through a like situation in their life, then mm. you can't just you know, hang out with them whenever or leave them hanging, not knowing whether you offed yourself or not, you know? Exactly. Um, also, I just want to let you know, a mom was on chat that lost a son and a husband. She, I told her to call, and she's called in. You want? Let's take her call, okay? Okay. And I totally okay. agree with you, Mark. That's what this show's about. It's not here to fight. You want to fight with me, call me separately, okay? Um, maybe yeah. that's what that call was. Who knows? But um, let, let me find out who the caller is here, Okay. Okay. Hi, is this Brenda? Hi, yes, this is Brenda. How are you? Good, how are you? I just saw you um, on chat. It said Brenda, so that's why I'm, you know, I told you to call in. Uh, yes, I, okay, I, I just, oh, can you hold on one second, Brenda? I'm sorry. We had a major snowstorm. We got hit the worst where I am, and I'm handicapped, and my fellow is just telling me that uh, the guy that does my work for me is shoveling. He just texted me. He's on the way. Thank goodness, because I'm snowed in. I can't even open my doors. So. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Welcome to no, the show, you. Brenda. We're happy to have and you. I'm sorry if you uh, heard what went on here a little while ago, but you're, we're always going to have somebody who's going to do something stupid. So we're here there's for always, you, Brenda. Yeah, there's always trolls around. I so understand that. So. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, can we help you some way, Brenda? You want to tell us a little bit about you and what you're going uh, through and how we you maybe? Well, it's rough. Uh, first of all, Brenda, where are you from? You don't have to tip it down, but what state are you from? Um, Tennessee. Okay, yeah, nice to meet Indiana. you. Indiana. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's oh, cool. cold here. It's really cold. No snow now, but it's really, really cold. So. I got about three feet up against it right now. It's crazy <laughs> here right now. Don't get snow like this, you know. Um, as far as um, my son, my son was an accidental suicide. So um, mm-hmm. that's really that's really tough because right before it happened, I'd gotten a call to go to the hospital because my daughter was at the hospital having seizures, and so. Oh, I'm sorry, um, sweetheart. Yeah, but I had stopped at the I had stopped at McDonald's to get a tea so I'd have something to drink while I was waiting at the hospital. And mm-hmm. something, as I was getting to the door of McDonald's, something just hit me in my stomach and said, turn around and go home. Really? And I thought, no, okay, you know, I didn't do it, though. I just kind of thought, okay, I'm just, you know, I'm upset because it's my daughter. And I just talked to my son on the phone. And he, you know, he said, I love you, Mom, I love you, and I'll see you as soon as I get home. And he's like, okay, Mom. Right. And the next thing I know, after I get to the hospital and I'm there with my daughter for about an hour, my other mm-hmm. son called me and told me that my son had hung himself. Gosh, honey, I'm, I'm so like, sorry. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Honey, I'm so sorry. There are times when I can I can breathe and there are times when I just can't. Honey, I so understand. I lost oh. my son in two Eleven, my daughter, two thousand two, on Mother's Day. Oh. So I've lost two children to sickness, but still the the end result's the same. You know that yeah. we've lost our children, yeah, and we all I'm have so these feelings. That's why I do the show, not to, not making any money, not charging anybody. And yes, I do have a gift. I'm documented. Matter of fact, the minister just uh, uh, rang in. Kevin, if you could hold on a minute, we want to help this mom through this. Um. What are your feelings, honey? I mean, have you been so depressed since, or have you kind of worked it out at all, or um, what are your feelings on this, sweetie? Uh, well, I'm still really in a lot of depression. Um, mm-hmm. I went from like 105 pounds down to 90 pounds. Now I'm like oh my about 97 pounds. Yeah, I'm 97 pounds. I probably am not ever going to get back to my regular weight, but um, right. I kind of I've been, I've I've started seeing somebody, a counselor in the beginning, and that was going nowhere. Right. And then I was kind of, I had a a doctor that put me on some meds, and that I had to get off of them because that was making it worse than my grief, if that's possible. That can happen sometimes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and so I just kind of had to, (laughs) I've just had to feel my way through it. Mm -hmm. And I lost my husband two years before, before I lost my son, and that, I'm sorry, sweetie. You know, that was hard in itself, although we knew that one was coming. Yeah. But, no, I know. And that's what I said to my nieces, that my brother and niece that lost their children to um, addiction, um, they weren't prepared, you know. And But you know what? Even though my children were 28 and 22 when they died, you're never prepared for any of this. Trust me on that, you no, know. No, never. And never. it's horrible. It's, it's, it's horrific. It, it's just there's no preparation for it. You know, whether it be suicide or, you know, we don't want to think that way, you know. So I my heart goes out to you, sweetheart. I am so, so, so sorry. I actually lost my husband nine months before my son. 
Um, so both within nine months, and uh, he yeah. had diabetes. So, you know, and I've lost siblings. So I've lost, you know, and I, I don't take anybody's grief from them, no matter parent, grandparent, because I've done all that too, and siblings. But I've told people too, a child's grief is very different. Grieving for it a is. child is just a whole different feeling, and it's just like we can't explain to people, and people just don't get us, and they don't have to because there's enough of us out there that we have our private groups and we're there for each other, you know? Yep. And that's yep. why I do the show. There's no profit. I pay for it, and, you know, so I, I don't worry about what people think. Um, here, just if you want to just come and cry and vent and know somebody didn't read it in the book, you know, I'm not a counselor. Not pretending to be anything I'm not, but I'm a mom who lived it, and I know your feelings, you know, yeah. and that's – and I want people to have a place where they're comfortable, you know, where we're just like sitting back in our houses and talking to each other. You know, I don't know you. You don't know me, and I'll get signs, you know, from my own kids and um, family, and I also have the gift of helping others when – God sees fit for me to do something like that, you know? Correct. Yeah. Um, I have a, a, ask you a question. I'm getting something. I wasn't really planning on doing readings, and I'm going to bring Kevin on shortly, uh, who is a minister, because we're going to talk a little bit about suicide tonight and with the Bible and okay. what the feelings Good. on it. Um, do you have a Jessica in your life? I'm getting a, a sign from the other side, not that the person over there is Jessica, but is there a, a, a Jessica relation to you that you know of? There or to is. Or no, um, the Jessica that I know, I actually know a couple of mm-hmm. Jessicas. The one that would be closest to me is my granddaughter's father's sister. Okay. Has she been a comfort to you, like been there for you? No, no, not at all. No. Okay. No, so she lives in another state from me. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Well, whoever's telling me on the other side, I'm feeling like it's above me. It's either a grandmother or a mother, which is above me. Do you have a grandmother or mother on the other side? I have a grandmother. I have two grandmothers on the other side. And I'm getting the name Elsa or Elsie. Uh, does that mean anything to you? Um, if it doesn't put it on paper, it may mean something later. It doesn't mean that's her name, but I'm getting those names, Elsa or Elsie. Yeah, I don't does really that recall that name right now. Okay, just write it down. Just write it down because it may okay. mean something later. Okay. All right, so I feel like that's who I have. So it's a grandma on the other side, and I feel that she's the one giving me the name Jessica for some reason. What's the story, mm-hmm. if you mind divulging a little bit? What's the story with Jessica then? Um, I just know that um, Jessica's going through a divorce right now. Her husband cheated on her numerous times, and so now that she's finally saw the light and is casting him to the side, which I'm glad. She's a sweet girl, um, mm-hmm. but... I haven't really had any contact with her other than through my daughter. Okay. So, okay. You know, well, it's just you know what when they when they do this, they're they're validating to me that they're around you and protecting you. That's right, that's what right. it is, the validation. Okay. Not everybody has okay. a Jessica. I just got that name. So and Elsie or Elsa, I don't know who that is. And I may have to uh, go on hold a minute too because I hear the guy shoveling. <laughs> Could be for a year <laughs> the way the snow is. So if I run, I'll let you talk to Marcia for a bit. But is there anything <laughs> okay. that yet you, you want to say or what your feelings are, honey, so that we can maybe do something for you? Oh, I have so many feelings. Do you ever get signs from your son? I do. Is this a Robert or Bob? Yeah. Um, I know. Well, actually, I have an Uncle Robert that's in spirit. Okay. Um, And I know, and I know a Bob that's here, so I know a couple Bobs. So yeah, we all do. I'm just spirit also. Okay, because I feel that name is being thrown at me. 
And I, I don't know why I thought it may be connected to your son. Is there any connection with your son with the Robert or Bob? Um, other than my uncle being no, because he really didn't even know my uncle. So as far as I know, no, but that, you know, doesn't mean that my son didn't know somebody up there named Bob. So. Okay, well, they they all know each other up there, so. Yeah. Up there. It's here, actually, a dimension to the side. I don't even say up there. It's to the side here. It's a dimension right out of here. Um. Okay. Um, do you get okay? You, you've gotten signs from your son, right? Yes, I've gotten signs from my okay. husband and my son. Okay, yes. okay. Don't tell me because this is the way I validate. Okay. Um, Marcia talked about the butterflies. You've gotten some butterfly signs too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. He's showing me the butterflies, and he's showing me something very like the monarch butterfly. Is that significant with you? Like, I'm yes. seeing orange, orange and black. Yes. More so yeah. the monarch, right? Right, okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, my son was a race car driver. Did your was your son into cars a lot? Most boys Absolutely. are, but I mean, really. In, yeah. Did he? Yes. Okay. Uh, now I feel a synchronicity between my son and yours. Let's just let me go with it because I'm speeding up here. My son was into Hondas. Was your son into Hondas? Um, only if they were the motorcycle Honda. <laughs> okay. Okay. Because I'm here in Honda, so that's why I'm, I'm relating it. I'm seeing synchronicity with my son because he was into racing Hondas. Um, okay. Um, did he race too, or did he just like street race with kids? He kind of street raced when he was a kid. Okay. okay that's what I'm feeling with him. That's what, not every, I have a son home, doesn't, never even driven so when he's in his 30s. Not everybody's into that. He could care less about it, you know? My, my other yeah. son that's in, I have two other, you know, I have two living children and my other one's a race car driver down south. He was, and this one here could care less because he doesn't care about driving. So yeah, he, he was showing me Hondas, um, what happened? Now you were talking about motorcycles. Now these are validations. He showed me something with a helmet and with like a bird, um, thing, something with a bird on it, like a T bird. Does that mean anything to you? Um, T bird. Does somebody have a T bird? Maybe an antique car T bird. My husband used to have Thund- a Thunderbird. Thunderbird. Oh, yeah, there we go. And I'm seeing blue. Is it blue? Um, he had. I'm a, also a getting red, baby. but I'm seeing blue. Okay, so my husband had a light blue Thunderbird. My okay. son had a red, um, a red. Firebird. There you go. Okay, oh, wow. I'm not in. Wait a minute, I'm not intuitive, huh? No, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Yeah, because he was showing me the helmet. He was showing me the Honda, the helmet, and then I, I'm thinking like a bird. And I'm like, thund- I'm hearing Thunderbird, T-Bird. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So okay, mm-hmm. so they're all around you. That's your validation, yeah. sweetheart. They're around you, and if if there anything else you'd like to add before I bring Kevin on? Um, not really. There's times though when I can feel my husband putting his arm around me. It's crazy. I actually um, saw him one night when I was drifting off to sleep, and mm-hmm. um, I was laying in bed and I was on my side, and I just out of the out of the you know my peripheral vision. I saw right. him lean over me and get in bed beside me, and I could just feel his arms around me, and that was the most wonderful feeling. Oh, oh yeah, they do that. The they do that. Wonderful. And it was well, just Brenda, so you're amazing. You know what? You're, you're going to be okay. I mean, I I know this is hard, and like we said from the beginning of the show, um, you know, if people want to commit suicide after somebody's committed suicide because they want to be with them, and there are different levels, and I don't know this uh, – 
Marsha taught me about this because she was showing this. Okay, because this is why I did the show because I didn't know nothing about this till recently. And I decided, well, that's a good show to do. There was another personal reason I did it because of somebody I know. And to let them know, like, just because you think if you go, if you leave now, it doesn't mean you're going to be on the level with them. They could be in a different part of uh, you know, the realm. So that's not the right. way to go. Uh, we need to stay here and finish our job. It's, just trust me, it's hard. I mean, I lost two mm-hmm. kids. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It people hard. think I have it easy with just because I do a show and wrote books. And No, it's not easy. It's not easy. But no, I'm, I'm glad that we could... We could validate, you know, the Thunderbird and whatever. That's just, and I just told Marsha, I said, I'm probably not going to read tonight, but when spirit moves me, I do it, you know. And yeah. I hope my validations helped you tonight. Oh, they did. And, and you got, you know, you're wonderful. You just don't need to listen to all these naysayers. They don't know what they're talking about either because, oh, well, you know I know. What? Now, this one, I, I already deleted him a few years back because I already know. Yeah. So, you know, what? Well, but a, it just, it, it actually, he just helped my show because it just showed you some of the stuff I go through. And I'm, I, I'm not going to let it eat at me. You know what? Right. Peace be with him. I hope uh, he finds peace and he ha- can have a gift, whatever. It's maybe different than mine, but don't sit there and tell me I don't have something. You're not God, well, so yeah. stop judging. Well, Christians so don't judge other Christians. Is. I'm exactly. Sorry? I have a friend who is um who she does not know anything about mediums or anything, but she lost her son mm-hmm. oh about two almost two years ago and honestly I was standing there talking to her and his spirit just came all over me. Oh yeah, totally they, they do that. They do me. that. Yeah, and so I was trying to explain to her that he's telling me all this stuff is just rolling out of my mouth to tell his mom and I'm just like, Oh my god, did I just say that? It was crazy. Well, uh, and I'm getting um, Bill or William with him because my son used to tell everybody his name was Billy. Is there a Billy or William around her? Are you? Um, now I have my brother-in-law William, also known as Bill, is in heaven mm-hmm. with my husband. So um, okay, I'm getting everybody be- from over there. These names are popping out right <laughs> and left, and I know they're pretty common, but. Not a, not everybody has a Bill William either, okay? But I just wanted to let you know the validation. And you can hang in for the show. I'm going to bring Kevin on because he's sitting here waiting. Okay. Um, yeah, but well, you can I'm, hang in, I'm and on. we if you okay. if you want to hang in, you know, and and don't worry, I don't let other people get to me. Um, I think I validated. I don't know you. I've never met you. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, Absolutely. Uh, you know? and I'm not saying they're great validations, but they were validations. So they were you know, validations, I know what I got. and that's you know. That's right. That's and, right. And I and, and not to promote anything, but I do. I have more books coming. I do have a book on um, Amazon. Marshall, tell you, I'm still paying off the five thousand dollar loan it cost me, so I haven't made anything on it. And any money that I did get from uh-huh. them is going to a foundation I have for other kids with cystic fibrosis. What my uh-huh. kids died of. So it's not about profit, but it's called What's Rainbows Butterflies. Rainbows Butterflies. Go. One last hug. You can get it for three dollars. Oh, okay. So okay, it's uh, you can get the uh, Kindle. There. So and it has signs, so maybe you'll recognize. It. And you know what? If even if you don't want to buy, it, they give you like a little briefing on it. Go through it that way. It doesn't matter. You know, whatever exactly. you feel. If you okay, whatever you okay. feel comfortable. But Brenda, I'm gonna, honey, call in anytime. I, I've been a little lax on the show. My, you know, me, me that makes so much money do this. I had no computer for three months. I couldn't do the show. <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> me that needs a plate put in because I had to have teeth removed because of the MS. Sitting here without them. Yeah, all this uh-huh. money I'm making, you know, <laughs> I'm going with my bad right. self. <laughs> well, I will I send up prayers for you. Oh, thank thank you, thank you, Brenda. Brenda. And, you, and you know what? I'm going to probably God be doing it regularly now. Um, call in any time if you you just need to talk. Then you, you know what readings or not, if you just need someone, Peg, I need to talk. Talk to me, okay? 
Absolutely. Thank for. you so much. Okay. And my condolences okay. to you ladies also. Thank you, sweetheart. I'm going to put you on hold and bring Kevin on, okay? Okay. Thank thanks. you, sweetheart, for calling. God bless You're you. Welcome. God bless okay, you. Sweetheart. Hold, oh. hold on, sweetie. And the show is archived. You can hear it any time to hear what you know we okay, talked thank about. Thank you. Okay, honey. Good night, honey. All right. I'm going to bring Kevin on. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Faye. Oh, Kevin, what a night. I'm sorry. (laughs) This has been insane tonight. I've got the guy finally showing up because I've got like almost three feet with the drifting snow against my doors. I can't get out of my house if they had to get me out of here. (laughs) We got hit really bad with the snow. Uh, What's the name of the store? Stella. Stella. And I am the worst area we're under uh, red alert here right now. So I almost didn't do the show, Cab. So how are you? <laughs> well, I don't know if I should tell you it's been 81 degrees and I'm sitting outside with a short sleeve shirt on at the current moment. Uh, you know, okay, Kevin, um, you know, if you weren't in the field, I'd tell you something. No. <laughs> I don't know if you got to hear the show, but we, we had someone come on a little while ago who um, – basically mocked me, who told me a few years ago it was a prophet. And I just went through a little little, little thing on the show here so and told me I was a phony and a fake. <laughs> now, I, I, this must have been before I definitely tuned in here, but uh, why did they... Kevin, uh, you know me through radio and through my books. Kevin, am I a phony or a fake? Never. Uh, you basically, none of this is planned. Everything happens as it is. I've been on, like I say, this is my 11th time on Signs of Love on Sendus, and every time, mm-hmm. you know, none of this is planned. There's no scripting. Uh, you, you know, you've gotten many hits of things when you've said, you know, I'm getting a name. I'm getting a symbol. I'm getting, you know, some mm-hmm. object. I would say you've had about a 75 to 80% hit rate from mm-hmm. just when I've been on your shows, not to counting the other times that Marsha's been listening as well. Right, right. She's right. Awesome. So, like I said, yeah, I don't have good. to prove anything. Right. Well, I know. And and this person came on and said that he, they read me, and I'm not going to go into the story, and I'm not going to feed into him, and because it just actually made my show a little better, because showing some of the things we go through with the gift, you know, people mocking us, and you know, this fellow told me a few years ago he was a prophet, you know. But I won't go into what I know. <laughs> so, well, one thing I and he came in very angry on my show. Huh? One thing I definitely agree is, you know, if something doesn't, like when you said I'm getting an Elsie or an Elsa, and you mm-hmm. said if that doesn't ring true, write it down. I have a documented experience where Melanie, who was a medium who mm-hmm. passed in 2014, told me in 2010, look for a loose wire on your wife's truck. Well, I went out and looked. Right. I found nothing. A month later, I found nothing. Later on, I found nothing. It was August of 2016 that mm-hmm. we, that the, our, our vehicle could not pass emissions no matter what. And it turned out a friend of mine found a loose wire on the side of the carburetor. Two, two years that after was her death, right? Problem. Six yeah. two years. years after her death. Oh and God. Melanie, you and I have agreed because you have written, uh, you know, you're working your third book, and you put me in chapter 29 of the second, and thank you, uh, about how we came in. You felt that Melanie kind of sent me to you after her passing, am I right, that you felt that she had something to do with us meeting? Yes, uh, because, again, too, you both had daughters that passed in their late 20s, I think, uh her daughter Roxanne passed at age twenty-eight. Your daughter passed uh, almost. Now Meg was at age twenty-eight. 29. Hers was twenty-nine, I think. Yeah, Meg was almost twenty-nine. That's right. She, she just turned yeah. twenty-nine, and Meg passed about 
four months before, uh, right. she would have been twenty nine. So and exactly. then you know, you both you both use you both are mediums, you both have devoted yourselves to serving the Lord and others. Uh, it was almost like, you know, you both have a, a very friendly going on talking style that, you know, everything felt as if if Melanie were back, she would be you, mm-hmm. you know, and I, yeah. I love that. Well, you know, the thing is, we're all uh, different souls. We're all soul connected uh, from the soul group, like Marcia talked about in the beginning of the show. So we're all individuals, but we all work together. And we met through Mark Ireland. Uh, whose father, who was what I used to watch as a kid, long before I came out with my gift, even though I've had it, unlike the person I called in and said, oh, you don't have a gift. You didn't tell me you had a gift. That I, You're a fake. <laughs> no, I had it my whole life. I, it just did, I chose not to. It scared me. It scared me. Until after my children died and I realized it was given to me to help people, and that's why I've come out with it. You know, It's not profit or anything, and you know that I don't charge. And you've even told me I should. And I put up a site, and I, yes. I never did. I, I can't do it. I just, Marsha, you know too. How many times? I, I've been riding around up until a few weeks ago with bald tires on my car, and because I didn't have the money, I could use this to, to make money, but I don't do it. Marsha will tell you, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, if you did you charge tag, I'd be in trouble. <laughs> huh? The only thing the Lord requires of us is that we put out the gift and use it. He doesn't say you must do it as a full-time business. But he, no, exactly. But he expects he he gives us a gift, and he says to whom much is given, much is required. We do account for that gift, and what we did mm-hmm. with it, we, we we say I comforted people, I showed them that their loved ones are still around, I showed them that you are real, um, right? You know, and this is the things that you would be saying if you were before your heavenly Father. He said, "What did you do with the fact that I gave you mediumship ability?" And I don't put people down that, that do charge, you know. I just saying that I am not comfortable with it. I have the gift. I I felt like this is what I have to do. This has given me purpose. It is my purpose. Um, you can mock me, put me down, make fun of me, lie about me, whatever. I'm not profiting on this, so there's nothing in this for me except working for God. So that's what I do. I don't need yeah, to anything you have to measure yourself <laughs> by is your faithfulness of giving what you receive. Uh, you. you know, this is what John the Baptist said in John chapter three: a man can only give what is given to him from heaven. And when mm-hmm. you do that, like I said, Melanie had no idea that the prophecy—I uh, don't want to call it prophecy—that was very wrong. But what she said, her prediction of a loose wire came true six years later, in two years following her passing. And right. Right. You know, we were just talking the other day about another one of hers that she mentioned in twenty. 10, which she said, I see a man on a tightrope walking. She said, you know, that's Mm -hmm. not literal, that's symbolic, but she said, I see the name Paul, and he will be, you know, helped by one of your books you will write. Well, it was November 2013. I happened to be away from the stand at the Phoenix Psychic Fair, and Mm -hmm. Stan, I felt very led to give a man named Paul, same name, a book because he was very confused. His wife was in the ministry, and mm-hmm. he felt that there was nothing wrong, but he was very confused about psychic abilities and mediumship. And right. he he was so grateful that he called me back later after he'd read the book, and he says, "Are you coming back?" And I says, "Yes." And I said, "I would love to video your lecture at the next at the next psychic fair." 
Wow. And that's what's awesome. on YouTube right now. Yes. Uh, it, wow. And then it took three years for that to happen. You know, we can't say how soon what the Lord has. I mean, let's put it this way. The, the coming mm -hmm. again of Jesus Christ was mm -hmm. done over 2,000 years ago, and yet at the same time, that's still up ahead. Right. Yeah. Well, Kevin, you know, I want to bring up a lot of things. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of time, and I've got this guy shoving, so at one point I'm going to have to run and pay him, so, and you guys can talk for a minute. Um, but oh, sure. um um, what's McCord, um we the, the show we did tonight was basically uh, we were talking about the different levels of heaven and hell, if you want to call it that. Um, what are your feelings on that? Because I, Marcia had a, had a um, uh, a vision about this after her losses. And what is your take? And what does the Bible says about the different levels of heaven and hell? Okay, there is a scripture in First Corinthians or Second Corinthians chapter twelve in which Paul says. Uh, about 14 years ago, I met a man, whether I was in the body or out of the body, I do not know, only God knows. This man was caught up to the third heaven. There are some translations that use the word paradise, which is, again, not an equal to heaven. Um, mm -hmm. but, but he said he saw indescribable things, which I'm not permitted to say. Um, this is the only scripture which you know, uses the word third heaven, meaning that there are three different levels somewhere, but, you know, I can't base a full doctrine upon it. Now, as you've read in my book, basically, and you, when we talk about the other side, the other side mm -hmm. is not heaven. As you know, basically, first of all, no one is separated in death at that point. This is why, you know, and I used to be skeptical of this before I really got into... Well, what do you know, mean the other side is not heaven? I, I didn't know what you meant by that. Okay, um... First of all, it is what is called the place of the dead. In the Old Testament, it's referred to as Sheol. Jonah the prophet okay. went there and came back from that place, and he writes about it in Jonah chapter 2, that he was in Sheol. And in right. the New Testament, it uses the Greek word Hades. But in that, oh, really? and I mentioned, yes, I mentioned in my book wow. that there, in three of Jesus' parables, he says, you know, he alludes to the fact that no one is separated in death as to whether they receive Christ as their Lord and Savior or not in this mm -hmm. place. And you mm -hmm. also will see in Revelation chapter 20, and when it talks about the judgment, it says, death uh, uh, gave up the dead that were in it, and the sea gave up the dead that were in it, but you find no scripture that says that heaven gave up the dead that was within it. You know, so I want no to. Can you? I'm going to have to put you. I'm going to go on hold a minute because the guy's ready here. I want to go out and see him uh, for one minute. Can you two, two talk about this, and I'll see it on the archives, and I'll be back on within five minutes. Okay. Why well, certainly there, Peggy. Well, Marcia, you, Marcia, you take over. Take over the host. <laughs> <laughs> take, take over the host and okay. ask questions that you know why to ask. Hold on. Okay. Okay, Marcia. Basically, uh, what I was going through there is to say that. You know, Jesus said in John chapter 3, no one has gone into heaven except he who came down from heaven. Well, basically, we know that the Lord Jesus Christ himself did, but also we know that in Second Kings, the prophet Elijah was taken up to heaven in a whirlwind, but then he also came down too because Jesus himself said, you know, if you are willing to accept it, Talking about John the Baptist, he said he is Elijah who is to come. So right. you have two people that's been to heaven, which is our Lord, 
and the prophet Elijah. Now, this is true, even though John the Baptist himself was asked by the Pharisees, are you Elijah? And he said, no. But well, Jesus, who was greater than those all things, said he was. Ah, uh, yeah. Did I lose well, you there, Marsha? I'm sorry. No, no. Um, well, okay, um, I started seeing lights after my mom died, and there are times when I close my eyes at night and I see faces of people that I don't know have never met. Don't know who they are. <laughs> um, there have been instances where I've, I've, you know, met with someone, and you know, haven't seen them for a while, and they'll say, "How are you?" And I'd be like, "Oh, you know," close my eyes, and and I get this face, and I I described this face that I saw. To I'm back. This Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. And Keep she's talking. like, "You're describing my doctor," and she'd had some medical problems lately that she hadn't wanted to mention. And she said, you just described my doctor to a T. So, I mean, I did get a vision. Um, my my mom, I, you haven't been here for the whole show, my mom's death was ruled a suicide, but I don't believe that's the case. And I prayed and I prayed and I prayed about it. And I got this vision, like I, I said earlier, it it went from pitch black to different levels, and you could see the different levels of of gray up into the light, up until this brilliant light. So what my theory in all that is, is that, yes, we may hurt when when we lose a loved one, and we may want to go um, off ourselves because we hurt so badly, we feel like we can't take the pain any longer, and we feel like or believe in our pea brains <laughs> that by killing ourselves or committing suicide we're going to go be with our loved ones but i don't i that's not necessarily the case we may be on a different level than they are that's what i made from this vision kevin um and so we got to talking about the different levels people who commit suicide to go be with a loved one that they've lost because they can't take the pain may not be on the same level as their loved one once they do something like that, because God's work was not yet done with that person. Does that make sense? It is making sense, but what I would call it still, again, um, as I was saying earlier, paradise has, is not equated to heaven itself. Um, the same, you know, when, you, when Jesus told the person who was crucified on the cross next to him, today you will be with me in paradise, that's, again, the place of the place of the dead, you know, the Sheol or um, Hades. The same, you know, you go into the parable of Lazarus and the beggar in Luke 16, and and it says, you know, at first it says in the King James, in hell, he looked up, but then again to you say, okay, that cannot be hell because no one has been sent there yet. So there was a comp- another compartment of the same Hades, and even even um, you know, my Scofield reference Bible it is actually mentioned by Cyrus Scofield that that was should have been translated Hades. But Can I ask a question? I'm going back on that, yes. You know, let me question you. I'm, I'm, I got a question for you. In the Apostles' Creed, he is. Uh, what do they mean? He uh, Jesus uh, rose on the third day, ascended into heaven, and sat on the right hand. Why did they say that in, in the Apostles' Creed? And then I think well, Jesus, both, I think. Well, Jesus himself has gone into heaven. As I say, you know, the only ones that have 
gone into heaven at this point so far as those that came down from heaven, which was John the Baptist, or I should say Elijah, which Jesus right. said that John the Baptist was him, and then, of course, the Lord right. himself, who made right. heaven and came down from it, which was he, what right. he was telling Nicodemus in John 3. Yeah. Okay. But what I'm saying is... Why does everybody believe that, you know, we say our loved ones, you know, they're they're sitting with Jesus, they're in heaven. Is that wrong then? <laughs> uh, now I'm, I'm I would say it's not necessarily wrong because let's put it this way. One of the um, readings Melanie did, and you may have read this one in the book I wrote about her because of the mm-hmm. person who got the reading gave me permission to, to use it. But she says, mm-hmm. you know, that my aunt is up there in heaven singing with Elvis, and I talked to Melanie about later, she says, you know from the book that I've done that they're that they are not officially in that place. She says that was given to the person as a validation because the mm-hmm. aunt loved singing and especially loved I think it was Elvis's crying in the chapel or whatever they were singing. And she right. says that's what the real purpose was of that. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. because we still, you know, if if heaven never gave up its dead, when the Apostle Paul said we all must appear at the judgment seat of Christ in Second Corinthians 5, then uh-huh. where are we? But we are in a place that does, we would be in a place that has different levels all the way from paradise, where the thief on the mm-hmm. cross went, all the way down to a so, fiery so this is area a where the rich man and Lazarus went. Well, okay, so what we're saying as far as, because now I'm confused as a Christian, um, because I just thought it was heaven and hell, and then she's telling me the degrees, and now you're telling me they're not in heaven, so I'm confused. <laughs> Is it just as a, a metaphor? Uh, a metaphor, uh, using the word heaven. Um, that That's not until the end time, ten time times. Uh, I'm confused. Straighten that out, because I'm sure a lot of my listeners want to get that straightened out, too, because you are very reliable and... That is what that is the pl- the place paradise that Jesus promised the thief on the cross is very mm-hmm. likely where they were now. I will probably say that when when the apostle John was told in, in Revelation four one, come up here into heaven, and I will show you the things that must come to pass. Right. That, you know, one of the things that is very intriguing about that is he was still physically in his body on the island of Patmos writing this book, but his mm-hmm. spirit left his body and went up there. And one of the things Melanie told me, she said, well, there always seems to be a cord connecting every time I've gone out of the body to where I can be sitting in the car next to my husband and telling him the things I'm seeing out of the body. Right. And it it clicked with me. Finally, I thought that's how the book of Revelation was written. John mm-hmm. actually, with his spirit, went up there and returned back to his body. But meanwhile, that Cord that connected the two was what enabled him to sit down there with Ken uh, and Papyrus and write the book of Revelation on the island of Patmos. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, Marcia, what, what are your feelings on this, Marcia? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm learning something new here that I didn't know before. And that's right, what the show no. is about, too. Is, in, in, uh, you know, uh, I, the beginning. Okay, it's, it's in the beginning, and this is, this is Genesis. God prepared, formed, fashioned, and created the heavens, and it's right. plural, and the earth. Right. And I'm, right. I'm thinking, okay, well, the vision that I was shown, tonight's show, Kevin, is about suicide, and people who have loss that hurt so badly that they just don't want to be here anymore. 
And right. So I'm thinking <clears throat> we want to encourage people not to cut their mission or their life's work here short. Um, I don't believe that people who commit suicide are automatically doomed to hell. God knows each person's heart. But well, this is, again, where Jesus, or I should say, Peter writes, I think it's in First Peter three eighteen through 21, that when Jesus mm-hmm. was put to death on the cross but made alive in the Spirit through whom he went and preached to the spirits in Hades, you know, mm-hmm. and, and in that. So the reality is, again, um, if no one has been into heaven itself yet except Jesus and the prophet Elijah, then mm-hmm. those people still... Now, I've had a chance, now most mediums have told me that they are reviewing their lives, but at the same time, if Jesus went to preach to them, there was not for no reason. It was not say, look what you missed out on. He's trying to say, you have a hope. You can receive me. Now, the reality, the difference between receiving him now while we're physically alive is that we read in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, that we will be receiving rewards for the deeds done in the body, even though it says in, in um, I believe it's verse 9 of that chapter, that we seek to please Christ whether in the body or away from it. Okay. So the fact is that we get the rewards for what we do physically in our bodies, even though even the Apostle Paul left his body and commented on what the church in Corinth and the church in Colossia were doing, you know, with detail. Um, and that's, of course, also beside the subject of, of, of suicide, but the reality is, again, I think you would probably agree with me, somebody is either so overwhelmed with grief or they just feel mm-hmm. things would be better on the other side. Am I correct on this? Yeah. Is that, you know, you know, I've always believed, too, that they many times they're overwhelmed with that where they're not thinking, okay, I will receive rewards if I stay alive in my body. No, they just want to end the suffering and the hurt. No, I had somebody recently approach me and wanted to be uh, with other family members that had left and went that way. And then I spoke to Marsha, and I, because, you know, I'm not a counselor. I'm just a woman who'd lost children, so I can speak on that level. And I, I, you know, when I tell people, call the crisis hotline, I put the the suicide hotline up, there's people out there to help you, and I'm here to listen, you know. I'm not here to tell you not what to do, you know. But when I spoke to Marsha about it, and we decided to do a show on it, um, because of what she had told me about the different levels, she says, you know, do you realize from what she had learned from her vision that there were different levels just because they ended doesn't mean this person's going to be with their family at that time, uh, you know, in that way if they do it too. <laughs> so that's the whole reason to do the show, to learn about that, and that's why I brought you on, Kevin, to, 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 to from the biblical standpoint. And, and you're, well, you're being versed. Uh, as uh-huh. I was saying in the beginning when they came on, is that in Second Corinthians chapter 12, Paul met mm-hmm. someone, whether he was in the body or not, that was caught up to what was called the third heaven. Now, it doesn't mean to say that there's only a third one. I mean, let's put it okay. this way. You could, you could go up to the third level of high-rise, so let's say the Empire State mm-hmm. Building, you've still got 97 more floors. Uh, right, and that's why Marcia said and, it was plural, heavens, heavens, heavens. And, and, yeah, Genesis 1-1, one, one, God created the heavens and the earth, in Genesis 1-1, mm-hmm. you're right about that. And this 
Another one in Corinthians chapter 12 is further validation of that same fact. And if you want to, you can go to John chapter 14, and he says, In my Father's house are many mansions. So again, you, you have an unlimited supply there, and when we think that, you know, God is beyond our ability to do more than we ask or imagine, which Ephesians 3.20 says, you know, mm-hmm. maybe the only way our minds can see above it is different mm-hmm. levels. It might be different well, it's levels like in, and different in, glories. It just might be it's a kind of like layman's terms. Yes, well, like in layman's exactly. terms here on Earth. You have Hawaii, which is gorgeous, like paradise, and you have yes. uh, you have Alaska. That's always cold. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, rub it in, you know. And 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 uh, thanks, Kevin. Thanks, pal. But yeah, and then you got you in Arizona, eighty-one, and I've got three foot of snow, and I'm suffocating. And okay, so the earth, the earth. Thank God, thank God, to Jose. Because this kid that just helps me, he he was God sent to me. He he was my pizza kid when I came here, and he came here. I'll tell you a quick, quick cute story. One night, and he says, "Ma'am, he's 18." He goes, "I'm on the ambulance car," and he can see that I'm pretty much crippled. Um, pretty you know, pretty crippled these days. And uh, he says, um, he goes, you know, if we ever had to get you out of here, he goes, we'd have a heck of a time. Do you need somebody to shovel? And I said, yeah, because I have Dan, but Dan's got his bad back and can't do it, and I don't really know that many people around here, you know. So the kid said to me, he goes, well, I'll come do it for you. I said, well, how much do you charge? He goes, eh, no big deal of me or five, ten bucks. Who charges five, ten bucks? I said, no, I'm not going to just give you five or ten bucks, you know. This kid's doing it from his heart, and I'm, I'm paying him, and I paid him a heck of a lot more than that because I'm very grateful, you know. But this kid was heaven sent to me, you know. <laughs> And it just shows how God works in mysterious ways that, you know, when you least expect it, here I order a pizza one, and I did need help, and now I've got a kid I can depend on because I don't really know anybody in this area, you know. But God works in mysterious ways in, in life and death. Um, you know, that's that's what the point I'm trying to make. And And like I said on earth, we have – you know, you have you know these different areas. You, you being warm where you are, me freezing right now, and Marsha getting dribs and grabs in between. You know, the middleman here right now, and so that's kind of the way when she explained the heavens, and you're explaining, kind of like Earth. I mean, just because I've never been to Hawaii doesn't doesn't mean it doesn't exist. You know what I mean? I don't see it on a exactly. daily basis. So. There's different levels here, even on Earth, you know, of paradise and what have you. So I, I thought it was a good way of putting it. I don't know. But um, who knows? What do I know? <laughs> no, exactly. It's, you're putting it in the best terms that you know how. Well, let's put it the this way. How would, yeah. how, would, how would somebody back in the first century have tried to explain something going viral on social media? Jesus oh, really? said in Luke yeah. chapter 12, verse 2, he said, he said that one day that the things that are said in secret will be proclaimed on the housetops. Mm-hmm. And to a first century crowd, that's all they could imagine that, you know, something that one person would have kept secret would suddenly everybody in the whole area would know about it. Mm-hmm. And yet today that's what, that's the reality of social media in the 21st yes, century. Yes, it is. It's so amazing. But you it's could so not amazing. imagine it in the first century. No. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well, the closest thing you'd have to today's society would be like the cartoon George Jetson, you know, you know, going into outer space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it shows you where I, it shows you misknowledgeable here where I come from, but I'm just me, you know. No, I talk in really layman's good terms. Analogy. It's just yeah, all of us. That's, yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. Um, well, we, even back in our day, I'm a baby boomer. Um, now known as a snowflake because I was born in the 1950s. <laughs> well, so was I. <laughs> don't talk snowflakes. So what I, what okay, I went through today, snowflakes. I don't want to hear about snowflakes, please. <laughs> uh, like, yeah, well, you, you've got them in you know, a lot. Of, well, <laughs> uh, you know, here I'm a victim of Hurricane Sandy, so I don't worry about the river because it's below me now. Now I got the mountain. I'm sitting here waiting for an avalanche. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, the thing I like I about... Like you know, there there are people, and we've been there ourselves. We've had, you know, really um, close people to us die. And right. it does hurt. And you do grieve. Mm-hmm. And you do feel like you don't want to be here anymore. Um, yep. And I'm, I'm not going to yep. lie. I've thought about it. You know, I just yep. I want to go be with my loved ones. And then right. I, I got shown this vision. I mean, I pray a lot. I talk to God a lot. And right. I got shown this vision, and, and it was sort of like, go ahead, silly. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You Even if you do, you may not be able to be with your loved ones. You may be on a different level, and they're right. higher than you are because they finished their life's mission, and you didn't. You cut yours short. And exactly. I can have such passion about it because I've been there, done that, and I want to tell other people, hang mm-hmm. in. You know, God's yep. ways are higher than ours, and he understands what we don't or can't. Yep. But talk to yep. him. Open every room of your heart into, you know, up to God and, and just talk to him. And there are people. He will send He will send people to you. You know, pagan are mm-hmm. a perfect example. And so are you, Kevin, by the way. This isn't the first time we've Yeah, spoken. we all met by chance. I mean, and it brought yeah. me, just even like what the guy that was calling into the show before saying, well, you're, you're a fake and you're a phony and you're this and you're that. Um, you never told me you were intuitive when I read you. And I'm like, well, because I really hadn't come out. I don't remember too much of the conversation with him because I was still in a very early morning stage. But I had come out already in my book, you know, and in a, in a roundabout way. And I wasn't still too sure of what I was supposed to be doing. But like tonight when that woman, was her name Brenda? That called, was it Brenda yes, that just called Brenda. in? Mm-hmm. And, and she was so graceful for the validations I did give her. Not for profit. I just gave it to her because I pay for the show and I don't make anything on it or the books or anything. So um, just that alone gives me gratification knowing that. You know, this show is basically about vetting, learning, and a place where everybody on Facebook is sick of hearing us breathing parents going on about the angel dates and whatever. I want them to know somebody cares. Somebody understands them. That's what this show really is about. It's not even just about reading or bringing the loved ones through. I mean, that's what it started out to be. It just happened, you know. It was God's, you know, way, you know. He just led me to it, you know, and that's my answer. You know, and um, I'm at peace with it now. Uh, I'm, I don't care who mocks or puts me down or makes fun of I don't care. You know, I'm not working for you. I'm working for God. And if you're a Christian, Christians, and you're, we're all Christians, we don't judge other people. You know, you don't judge. We all have our free yeah, will and our own beliefs. 
you know, we need to always be open to the fact that the Holy Spirit can turn us different directions. I used to say I would prepare yeah. a lesson for my class about three-quarters of the way, and mm-hmm. many times we go way off topic because somebody's heart needed to hear it. And I would say, to heck with a written lesson. Let's answer what this person needs to hear. Exactly. That's why I don't do scripts. It's, I'm pretty much a free spirit on this show. Take it as it comes. You know? Exactly. And, and you know, I, I I think, you know, when I first started listening to some of the early archives, you know, up to the point about where I was a guest on the show for the first time, it was mm-hmm. seemed to be it was just after that that you began to open up and feel more comfortable doing the readings and all, knowing that the gift was solidly backed by the Lord, that he had definitely put that into you, you know, from the very beginning, and that mm-hmm. that was meant to be used. That it, and, I, and I, you look at how many people you have brought comfort to since that point. Well, that's what it's all about, Kev. And, and, and I, the weird thing was I was even a, uh, uh, not afraid, but... Like I ran into some friends I grew up with, and by chance, and we ended up having lunch by chance one day. And and she's a social worker now, and she says, "Well, so what are you doing with your life?" And I'm like, because she knew I had losses, and and I said, "Well, I wrote a book." And she goes, "Oh yeah, I heard about that." And I said, "And I, I'm I'm like I'm doing a show, like, <laughs> well, what are you doing the show?" And then my other girlfriend was there, who was kind of was very spiritual, and said, "Just tell her." Because I was still kind of leery about telling people that I knew, you know, because I didn't, because I was afraid probably being judged, which I was most of my life. She laughed at me. She goes, you've been doing this your whole life. You would come out with stuff. When I didn't even realize it, Kevin, way back when I was a teenager, I was coming out, but not even, you know, saying, okay, I'm going to bring, you know, God, give me this, you know, bring spirit through. I don't even ask that now. It happens and happens, you know. I told Marcia I wasn't going to probably read anybody tonight. I just wanted to talk about this, and things came to me, you know, and it was validated. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> and um, so it made me feel good that I could help this woman, and that's what it's about. And, and it made me feel good that my friend that knew me since I was a teenager validated to me, like, you were doing this since I've known you without even realizing I was doing it. She goes, you'd come out with stuff, and we'd all look at each other like, where is she getting this stuff from? And here I was afraid well, to tell her. Of my, <laughs> one of the things in my yeah, upcoming book that I say is that the Lord's been preparing you all of your life, even before you knew what your purpose was. Right. Oh, and if you can, you know, one time Melanie took me back through several examples in my early employment of things that I enjoyed. She says, can you see you wanted to teach back then? You wanted to show people. You wanted to help someone through the... the them learning something. She said, the Lord has been preparing you to teach all of your life. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have a question right book? now. Uh, excuse me, guys. I, Brenda's back on. I'm sorry. Okay. Brenda wants to know, well, will we still be with our loved ones in heaven when Jesus comes back? Kevin, I'll let you answer that. Well, we, will we still be with our loved ones when he comes back? Yes. Yes. Um, we, will, we will be with... Well, of course, you know, there will be some that are in Sheol or Hades that have already passed on. That's what we typically call the other side. But right. at that point, you know, the scripture says in First Thessalonians chapter 5, I believe it is, that the mm-hmm. dead in Christ shall rise first. That will right. be the first one's call. Then it says that we who are alive will meet him in the air. At that point, right. where Christ returns. Well, what I think she's and, asking, she's lost her husband and son. She wants to know, will she see them again? Basically, very basic. Will she see them again? I have, okay. 
have have they received Christ as their Lord and Savior? Let me ask that question first. Do you know? Okay, well, let me type this to her. Okay, I don't know if they can hear from Chad. I'm never quite sure about that. Um, she says yes, they have. Yes, she does. Hear okay, um, she will see them. The only thing that one thing is the comfort of the Lord. Strangely enough, is if someone did not and they rejected the Lord. Isaiah sixty five seventeen says the former things will not be remembered, nor will they come to mind. Because okay. I had the question once put to me, he says, what about if one of my loved ones did not receive them and I don't see them in heaven? And I said, Scripture says right here, that will not come right. to your mind. The ones who have well, received I, I have another question. Savior, you will be with them. And that's, that's and I don't mean to sound over-talk because, you know, we have that lag here. No, but, no, fine. Go um, no, no. What I wanted to ask you, too, is like I open my show even to non-Christians and, you know, no matter what you are. Um, because I, I, I've heard from other people, and I'm not a, you know, I'm not a, uh, like you, I'm versed, like, like you were versed in the Bible, but what happens to the Jewish people? What happens to the, uh, the non-Christian, non-believers? Doesn't God love us all or not? Um, what happens? What happens? I mean, we as Christians believe we have to enter through Christ, and they don't believe, they believe he was a great prophet, but they don't believe that he was the Savior. Um, do they just perish forever? How does that work? Well, this one becomes a little more difficult. In Romans chapter 11, he talks about that there is a, I don't know how to explain it really, but, but more like that there is a uh, a falling away of the Jewish people until, mm-hmm. I believe, near the end times. And he says, he says, God has not forgotten his chosen people, and he has not changed that. Mm-hmm. But they said at that time, the the people of Israel will come to recognize their Savior. I I would probably have to reread it. I'm maybe badly misquoting it right now. You know, I wasn't quite mm-hmm. prepared for that one. But at the, no, I know, you know, I know. I time, just right. Yeah, but the one thing I always wanted anyone to know, and, and and I have to admit, I went 52 years of my life believing that the second we leave this physical life, we're in either heaven or hell. Until I went to do a, a lesson on the subject of heaven, and of course I did a, a word search, you know, through Bible mm-hmm. Gateway, and I right. was totally shocked. And you've probably read this in my book that there was not one scripture that said that upon, upon leaving our physical life that we're in heaven or in hell, that there was scriptural support for the place of the dead, which we call the other side. Well, you know, Kevin, we're running short on time. We're down to four minutes. Can you come back on next Tuesday and we can continue this conversation? I can come Is back for the second half, yes. Yes, let's do uh, a second half. Marcia, you agree on that? Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, so we can't cover time this all in one show. I have to make it in the second hour, as you know yourself. But, well, that's fine. That's I'll, fine. I'll I think we'll have to. plenty of time. We'll devote that last hour just to this because there's a lot of things I want to know, too, because I don't know these things, and I admit when I don't know, and I admit when I'm wrong. You know, and I admit when I'm doing the right thing. So when I'm admitting when I don't do the right thing. So just want to clarify that I'm human people. But um, you know, I would love to do more of this. And we're down to three minutes. Um, we're going to do a continuation part two next week. Um, uh, one more question on chat, and I want to talk real quick about your new book coming up, and we'll discuss it more next week. Uh, she says, "Why does everyone who comes through after passing talk about how beautiful it is?" Can you answer that, that might be just exactly what they see or experience, but it's not their final destination. You know, again, I said okay. in my first book, 
you might stop at a hotel on your way to a place back east. Well, in your case, maybe far out west here, but, but you know, you mm-hmm. stop for the night, you might Definitely. talk about how this place has a swimming pool and a continental breakfast, but it's not your final destination. Right. Your right. final destination right. is still up ahead. Right, exactly. That's very interesting, and it's something that I didn't expect to really even touch on tonight. So we're right. down to two minutes, guys. I um, want to thank everybody for tuning in. Tune in next Tuesday night. Kevin has two books out already. Kevin, give the names. They can be found on Amazon. What are the names of the okay. books, please? Okay, the first one is The Bible, The Truth About Psychics and Spiritual Gifts. The second mm-hmm. one is called Melanie, A Christian Medium's Life and Her Gifts of Spirit. They're both sold on Amazon. Okay, and what is the third? Do you have a title for the third coming out? The third one is God's Word and Purpose for Psychics and Everyone. And that deals with life purpose strictly from Scripture. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm sorry to cut it short, but we're ending time here, and of course we're going off the air, and... uh, I almost didn't do the show because of here, you know, what was going on with the snow. But uh, I said, nope, got to do it, got to do it. So when he calls, I listen, you know. And uh, we have to put our own stuff aside sometimes, and I'm glad I did, you know. So, um, Marsha, again, thank you for being my co-host and enlightening us with your gift. And Kevin, uh-huh. you have a gift of besides being a Baptist ordained Baptist deacon and an author now. Um, thank you for enlightening us with uh, scripture and. Translating it because even at sixty-three years old, I still don't understand a lot of it. So, well, I, I think pray gonna... that the Lord gives me what I say, you know. So the credit has to go to the Lord for anything I've said on this show. Amen. And you know, I, I amen. I agree, and I do the same thing. I don't, I don't have a gift. I have. Uh, I'm a tool of His gift, and He amen. speaks. You know, gives me what what I have to give to others to help hopefully heal their, you know, heal them. So we're down to the last 60 seconds, guys. I'm going to bid you all good night. God bless. Um, praying for everybody here on the East Coast that's been hit with the storm like me. And uh, that we get through this. And uh, I, I can get out my door now, so I'm not so claustrophobic. Good, <laughs> good. So God bless you all. Kevin, thank you so much again for coming on. And uh, we'll speak to oh, you next week. And, you. and it's great always talking to you. And Marsha, you too. But I talk to her all the time because we're buds. <laughs> Marsha. Oh, thank you. Pleasure, uh, Kevin. Thank you so much, guys. God okay, bless God bless you, you all. And have a good night, okay? Good night from Signs of Love when send us. Good night, all. Bye-bye. Bye. Good night. Good night.